Hey, what's up? And welcome back to the Humble Superstar Podcast. The only podcast that's not just a podcast, but is also a journey that you come along with me to my New York rise to stardom. And like every day on this podcast, today I have a special guest. Um, formerly introduced as Cassidy Bell of uh, Bell on Earth fame. But should I introduce you as Intuitive Honey? I do both. Right, yeah. I'm dynamic like that. Maybe because <laughs> it's just you I'll list the episode as with Intuitive Honey. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not really Bell on Earth if Casey's not here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're like a, a duo. A sistership, yeah. if you will. Bell on, Bell on Earth is about a sistership, yeah. It, it, it's it's about like the bond you guys have and the rapport both of you have between each other the shared childhood trauma if you will exactly that's why you guys get along so well you've been bonded for life yeah by blood <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, asmr <laughs> literally thinking the same thing i know i was like wow it's so satisfying i'm Um, drinking uh iced tea because i kind of want to go out tonight right yeah i don't go out so i know i want to go out to providence i'm in rhode island right now um and providence is like the happenings city spot or whatever is there like any other happenings in Rhode Island? <laughs> um, it, no, it's like mostly beach culture. Right. That's cool. I think mm-hmm. you'll have fun. I've I've actually heard good things about Providence though. There seems like there's like some fun stuff there. It's supposedly like the gayest city. I've heard that, yeah. But that's why it's fun. That's like straight it, people aren't saying. as fun. I've been to straight bars before. <laughs> um and they're like honestly they're just not as fun no no there's not like a uh well gays just party better yeah and harder 100% and yeah literally just better like straight people just kind of like move but like gay people slay right (laughs) they work the runway (laughs) always like better music yeah no like, that, that's probably what it is right yeah Be- better music um better music like sluttier vibe probably oh oh way sluttier way sluttier way sluttier it's sluttier than like a strip club because like they actually right, like, like asses want to out. Naked. yeah yeah like, they're not being paid to get naked. They just want to be. Yeah, literally, yeah. And, like, street people just don't get it. Although, have you have you ever been, like, in Los Angeles, you go up in the gay bars and they have, like, go-go dancers who are guys, but they're, like, all straight. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's That's like, true. what is going on? Like, this is really gay of you to be doing this. You know what I mean? I actually feel like that makes sense. I don't know why, but I just feel like if you're a straight man, right, and you're like at a gay bar and you're like go to dancing. I just feel like it'd be more satisfying. No, it does make sense. It does make sense because, like, sh- like the straight male is, like, the ultimate gay fantasy, right? Yeah. So, like, the idea that you could have him or whatever right then and there. And also, too, like, there's a lot of straight girls at gay bars. Like, let's be real. That's where they, like, have their stupid bachelorette parties. I was going to say the same thing, yeah. And it's, like, like... Uh, why why <laughs> they love like, to inv- they love to invade the space you know it's really it's not for you no ma'am it's literally not for you you're literally getting married and you had no restrictions <laughs> <laughs> yeah why do you have to make your straight marriage about gay people all of a sudden yeah it's it's unless you've got a lot of gay friends unless you're like Hanging with the dolls every like, night. All of your bridesmaids are gay men. That would be kind of lit, though. That I would, would love it. I should right? get married again. <laughs> and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't have a bachelor party. We, like, stayed home. <laughs> right. Lame of you. Yeah. It all happened really fast. Yeah. We don't need to, like, get into it. Um, something that I do want to get into before we get into the docket today is, um, I have further fame updates for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I love that this is a running theme on my podcast now. It makes me so happy. Um, and I'm equally as overjoyed and happy to announce that um jack mason formerly jack the perfume nationalist follows me on instagram now and we dm'd a little bit which was pretty incredible and iconic wow so i'm really entering the upper echelon of uh the podcaster scene as it were on another you're just like on another step right Mm -hmm. and then the next step would be like dasha and anna literally well jack was just on red scare exactly so that's the tea you guys have to have a um humble superstar red scare crossover episode that would be iconic it would be right. very iconic. I think um I think those two broads would love my youthful energy, you know. I think they would too. And Dasha would like my highlights. I I think Dasha and I have already you. kind of met too. Have you? Well, a little bit, yeah. Well, we worked on the same movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, can you talk about that? <laughs> Not in detail. I did sign an NDA that none of us are respecting. <laughs> wow. I love you, Peter Vac. Um, 
Yeah. So that was my fame update for everyone. Getting more famous by the day. By the Uh, minute. I I literally track my stats on my listenership (laughs) like that. Like every single day I'm up looking. I mean, that's like part of daily life now, I feel like, but I think you're getting there. You're quite humble about it too. Yeah. I know. Ha ha ha. Hey, that's not nice. I am being humble. You're a humble superstar. Mm hmm. Um, that was funky. <laughs> how do we segue? <laughs> um, I don't know. Pete Davidson, you want to talk Pete first? Uh, yeah. I know. Um, you know, what? actually, I don't hate Pete Davidson, right? Like, I know we're not talking necessarily about him as like a, a living being. We can. We can. Oh, can we? Okay. Yeah. I don't necessarily hate him. I just feel like the hype around him is, like, interesting. Because I remember him from the Justin Bieber roast. Okay. That was, like, my first interaction with Pete Davidson. And he was really, he was the only one there who was actually really good. Because everyone else was, like, kind of skirting around, like, not roasting Justin Bieber. I and will he- say he's done that bit about his, like, dad dying on 9-11, like, a million times to the point where it, it's like, okay, go see a therapist, you yeah. know? But he All was- Canadians need therapy, for yeah. sure. But he was the only one who had the balls to roast Justin Bieber adequately. And so I'll give him that. Um, I do agree. He does talk a lot about that. Um, and like, and he's from Staten Island, so I know he's like. Uh, but at least B- he knows he's BPD, and he. Oh, is he? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Well, he has like a personality disorder or something. Yeah, I don't know. Don't uh, we all? Hold on, I'm going to Google Pete Davidson BPD on the pod. Amazing. But um, I don't know. I just don't, like, he must have, like, a giant penis, right? Like, he has Obviously. To. He's not um, even that good looking. But I feel like that makes him more attractive. Like, let's be real. Especially for, like, these, like, really, really attractive women. Mm. I feel like they like that. Yeah, he is BPD. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, cool. Really I was like, chic. <laughs> Lit. It's very, um, it's very chill of him to have BPD. No, it's very hot right now. <laughs> yeah, he is very trendy. Yeah, on brand, Peter. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Is his name Peter? I don't know. I guess that's Pete is I... short for Peter. Is right? It? Yes. <laughs> I thought Pete was like a whole name. Maybe it is, but I'm calling him Peter. Oh no, his name is Peter Michael. Mm. Okay, that's kind of 
Michael. <laughs> I know. Staten okay. Island, baby. Wait, hold on. So anyway, uh, I only bring him up because he's uh, apparently going to be in a new rom-com oh. with a... Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, yeah. It's, it's called Meet Cute. He's a Scorpio. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Are okay. we tired of him, though? Like, isn't this rom-com going to flop? It's going to flop. Also... Kayla Kyoko is like fine, but like she's kind of older than him. Although she... it, yeah, I, I think like maybe that's how they meet cute. Is which like, like go Hollywood, really, really subverting those gender norms or whatever. Yeah, go off queen, I guess. But Pete really likes those older ladies anyway. Oh, he loves them. Oh, well, but, is Ariana Grande older than him? No, I, no. she. But he's dated, like, what's her name? That actress. Neither um, one of us are going to remember her. It doesn't matter. No, um, it doesn't. No, you're right. And, and uh, Kim is older. And he got her, like, fucking kids' names, like, tattooed on his neck, didn't he? Yeah, because he's impulsive, which is a uh, signifier of his mental illness. Yeah, I guess at least like her kids' names are like North. Wait, yeah, North and like Saint. I guess like I'm more interested in why Kim keeps subjecting herself to these mentally ill men. Like what is attractive about like dating a Kanye or a Pete to her I think it's like the chaos to be honest like I think her life is kind of boring it's like so numbed and like anesthetized and because so about business right so yeah so in her relationship life she's like taking on chaos instead because if you think about it, like, her whole life is, like, um, literally her business, right. right? And so, like... She has control over everything, yeah. It's nice to have kind of that, like, outlet almost of, like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, is he going to jump right, off this right, building? Right. Is he going to run me over? Like, who knows? <laughs> you and know, that's but, hot, yeah. But it's, like, kind of it is, right? Like, when you have, like, nothing really going on in your life like obviously she has like stuff going on but it's like you said very controlled very contrived right and, and like kim is you... like a kim is a classic narcissist too so like i when someone crazy is paying a whole lot of attention to her she's like in into that like manic episode you can't control it though yeah you know what i mean like there's no telling what's gonna happen next and that's, like, very exciting. But apparently she got bored. Well, yeah, I guess. But, like, over time, like, that kind of makes sense if that's, like, I mean, whatever. Maybe we're, like, digging a little too deep into it. But, like, it well, makes Pete, sense because after a while, like, it kind of does get boring, right? Because, Pete, like... PTK, to me, gives, like, classic soft boy vibes. Like, on my last episode, we talked about soft boys. It's a Patreon-only episode, so you have to pay me to listen. Um, uh, pay the soft boys. 
yeah reminder to subscribe to the patreon please um anyway so uh he's like a classic like faux self-aware soft boy like he pre he presents as though he's like so in tune with himself like he knows he's mentally ill he knows he has like these struggles that he needs to overcome or whatever um so he's like in tune with his emotions and he's like a little hurt which plays into like women's mommy maternal instinct to to protect and to coddle yeah but that kind of makes more sense to me from like ariana grande because right. she's definitely more of like a mommy-esque person yeah she especially gives... with like all of the exes that she has yeah taking care of mac miller too like but even like like Sean and like Ricky, like they don't seem like people who had like strong maternal roles. Who's Sean again? Is it Big Sean or is it Little? Oh, Big Sean. <laughs> I think it's Big Sean. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Big Sean. Yeah. There's a lot little of Sean. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but do you remember the era where there was like little and then like big, and that was like all the rappers? Yeah. <laughs> But, um, no, that's, like, kind of, like, I feel like her. Whereas I don't know that Kim has, like, a maternal role. Like, look at, like, her children. They definitely don't have, like, a mom. <laughs> no, I think Kim, like, hangs out with her kids all the time. Does she really? I don't keep up. I just think that, that, right. I just think that she's, like, working while she's with them. Yeah. Because, like, part of her life, part of her work is living life, right? right like she gets paid to exist pretty much and to like promote products right so she's like constantly advertising while like showing off her life and like being a mom yeah and being a mom at the same time. she's she's like the world's greatest mom blogger really yeah wow that's like a that's an interesting that's spicy take. take yeah yeah Mom bloggers are a lot. Not to get off topic, but they're really a lot. They become like a little too. I don't know. I don't even know the word for it. It just becomes too much. Like it's well, one thing to share your insights about motherhood, and it's another thing to like exploit your children. Right, right. Also, it's like, um, It feels very, like, desperate in a way, too. Like, oh, you're not fulfilled by just being a mother, so you feel like you need to compartmentalize that duty into, like, like some, like, narcissistic ass uh, journey or whatever you're you're going on monetary journey yeah well have you seen so there was like this family right I don't remember what the family's name was or like whatever I'm sure you could find it but basically they like adopted this 
possibly autistic, but it was some sort of sort of like special needs child. And then they like gave it back. Right. <laughs> um, right. I didn't hear about this. I thought you were going to talk about Daddy O Five. Do you know about oh. Daddy O Five? I've definitely heard of that. But that's I've... the family that would like film videos of them like abusing their kids. <laughs> Dead oh, ass. okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's, like, kind of all the same thing, right? It's just, like, it's just so weird. Like, why are you even having kids? Like, just be an internet sensation if that's what you want. Well, like, they had kids as, like, they had kids in this, like, Alice Miller way where the child is, like, an extension of themselves, right? So the child needs to be the best right and also needs to participate in 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 the chaos of of their selfish uh desire for fame mm-hmm. yeah the child no. is the child becomes like another a weapon essentially or a tool yeah yeah no i totally get that i like I guess just like as as someone who is used as like a prop um from childhood mm-hmm. like go off sister right I I just feel like I get it like but I I also just like from the child's perspective it's like so overwhelming so I don't really get like why as like a parent you would like use another human being to just like profit off of you know because like to them it's like they owe they owe something to the parent like because of their existence right yeah it's like um did you see Jeanette McCurdy's new book no I haven't read it yet I'm I want to read it so bad I've listened to like a lot of her stuff right but she's like she's so interesting we should do that for a pod episode oh my god we should but she's so cool like she had that one woman show and then like the book came out this year and she's just like so chill but she's exactly like that like epitome of just like my mom wanted to be famous so she made me famous right right and like it worked out sort of but like she also hates the character that she was like put into and like yeah it's so i don't know it's so weird (laughs) it's just so weird well have you ever heard um what's her name she's uh jason bateman's sister justine Justine Bateman. Justine Bateman. Yeah, she was like a child star and she wrote a book about like... Well, so is Jason. Yeah, but she wrote a book about like being famous and then like not being famous anymore. And Mm. and, like the psychological shock of that experience of like everyone knows your name and, and like you get everything you want. And then suddenly one day it's like absolutely disappeared and you're just a normal person again. 
I can't even imagine that specifically from like childhood to like adulthood because like your brain is still forming so it's like if it's it's one thing if you're like an adult and then you're famous and then you're back to being just like a normal person but like as a child like that must be so weird because that's your whole life like you don't know anything else well they say um that uh the year you become famous you you become like stunted or whatever mm, psychologically yeah. in in that year that makes sense <laughs> i mean i think it does too because you look at like justin bieber yeah like is he not a, a great example of that oh he's like a phenomenal example of child stardom he really is like down to his like current pathetic and middling career yeah because he just like he doesn't who's he even making music for anymore uh like does he make music (laughs) i know that's the thing yeah no he's definitely just like he had that one song yummy (laughs) oh i remember yummy it was not that yummy though no it was it tasted bad it was not giving yummy at all but he's like definitely a great example of that where he like doesn't know how to like just be alive like very clearly you know yeah or he doesn't know how to be like alone with himself Mm -hmm. either oh yeah no i totally the drug addict yeah (laughs) and it's like do you remember allegedly do you allegedly whatever uh do you remember when just so you don't get sued (laughs) right now that I'm becoming more and more famous with each passing day. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you remember when he like uh do you remember when he like um what did he do? His like face got got frozen. Oh yeah, like, he had facial like... paralysis on one side of his face. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yeah, it's some like random disease or whatever, and I was like, it's drugs. It's from doing too many drugs. Yeah. I forget what he said it was. It was some sort of thing, but like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's so fascinating to me that like, no one talks about that. No, nobody does. Also, like, well, it's like, it kind of gives Demi Lovato vibes. True. You know, yeah. with all, Demi Lovato all the lying. was also on the docket. But I, I know. There's I something about Demi Lovato that I just genuinely dislike. And like, I don't obviously I know, know Demi. her. Yeah. But I have seen her in concert and it was not that good. Okay. She, like, did you hear that she's going back to, uh, she her pronouns i love her (laughs) yes i love i love that pivot i love that pivot like straight woman gets a short haircut pivots immediately to non-binary 
and then like you know like somebody complimented her or something and she was like oh i'm giving femme honey i'm serving cunt today she just like really wanted to be a part of the like queer community but she's just like not well i think it's like i um, think her brain is also a little bit melted like to give her a little credit (laughs) yes to give her a little credit her brain is like absolutely fried um but i think like i think like for a lot of narcissists the uh the choice to like identify as non-binary is really appealing to them right because mm-hmm. it's saying like i'm a I'm like above the construct of gender, which is like in a way being like, oh, look how different I am from yeah. all of you, you know? That's really funny, funny because like that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and go that's why I, I go by like, or no one really uses it, but like I like prefer they them pronouns, right? Yeah. But it's not even because I feel non-binary, it's because I feel like I'm better than gender. Yeah. But I also have felt like go that off. for a long time. Right. You know, it's not like just recently I've like dissociated from the concept of gender. It's yeah. like been since I was like little. Um, and so I've always been this egotistical, you know what I mean? Yeah. So at least it's like a thread through my life. It's on brand for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Whereas like, I do agree with that. I think some people really like it because like in the moment it gives them like clout and then like over time they're like, well, like it didn't actually mean anything to me whereas like I don't know for me personally like I've always felt like I didn't really exist as like a man or a woman like neither really makes sense for me I feel like I'm better than that (laughs) yeah yeah like I've always felt like that though so right you're Cassidy that's honestly it's so funny (laughs) Because that's how I've always viewed, like, you as well, is just, like, Kyle. And that's your brand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never viewed you as, like, a con. Like, I've never viewed you as just, like, a man or a woman. I've just viewed you as Kyle. And that's how I feel, right? Like, I just feel like Cassidy. I feel like a brand rather than, like, a person. Even though, like, I'm not even famous. (laughs) Well... I think, like, it's very, like, millennial of us to, to think of ourselves in in terms of branding. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, that conceptually came, or, like, the idea that, like, a person could be a brand came... Mm-hmm into like existence when we were growing up yeah right like like Paris Hilton did it first 
and then Kim Kardashian perfected it. Which well, we were really young. Yeah. When that was all happening. Yeah, so, so I, I, agree th- with I, that. I think like that's impacted our psyche. Maybe and like specifically us too. Maybe specifically us too, yeah. But like because we're special, like us that. main characters out here. Yeah, I've never felt like I um but but guess what? Like if you like a quirky side character. No, no, you're the main. But if you if you like decide you're the main character, like guess what? Main character shit like starts to happen to you. That's true. No, that's so true. Like it's so weird because like how do you think I got here? Yeah. You know. I love where this conversation has led. But you know what's so weird though? Is that people really did talk about us like a lot. And for like no reason. Like, an, like we've in never high really... school, you mean. Yeah, like we right. didn't do anything. But I remember people like coming up to me and being like, hey, there's like all these rumors about you. And I'm yeah. like, me? I know. Let alone me. <laughs> we just gave main character energy. That's what it was. And like, no. You know what's so crazy? I remember people from other schools coming up to me and, like, asking about you specifically. About me? Yeah, because they'd be like, oh, I follow him on Instagram. And I'm like, we're, like, 15. Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. But people would ask about you. And they never met you. Dead ass, yeah. And it's, like, but it's so true. It's, like, once you decide... Or I guess, like, maybe, like, mental illness decides that you're the main character. You just start to believe that you are. And then other people also believe it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, um, it's very much, like, I think, therefore I am philosophy. Yeah. That's kind of, like, what's so beautiful about the art of podcasting, too, is that it's so democratized and anyone with the budget for a microphone and like if you have a laptop you can do it you know oh yeah it costs like I mean my microphone was like 50 bucks and it costs like 12 dollars a month to host Bell on Earth yeah like it's literally nothing exactly like uh but that's kind of cool too it like uh no, I agree. That's when you really separate the uh, the people who uh, who appreciate art from the artists, right? When you democratize art and make it for everyone, like the people who instinctually are driven towards something are the ones who then occupy that realm and become successful at it. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And like... You can always tell, right? Like, you can always bring forward the people who actually, like, kind of know what they're doing. Yeah, who have the vibe, if you will. The vibe. The vibe. Um, yeah, and so I, I also want to talk about Kanye. <sighs> Kanye. Yeah. What a lovely topic. I know. He, uh... This is so funny to me. It's honestly like I don't know why people are bad. 
I don't know why. Okay, we can get into this. I think it's hilarious. Me too. So Kanye is apparently in hot water because at some, like, launch or whatever for his Yeezy Gap collaboration, he was selling the clothing out of literal trash bags that were just sitting on the floor. Yeah. Which people iconic. are people iconic. Simply genius idea. And people are somehow offended by this because like well, it, it it's like they're offended because it's essentially giving like homeless vibes. Right. First of all, it's Kanye. Second of all, um, which honestly, I'm sorry, Kanye gives homeless vibes, even though he's like Kanye West. The the clothes that he makes give homeless vibes too. It's like all yeah. torn shirts and like baggy, like Weird shit. un unflatteringly ill fitted clothing. And there's no design at all. No. There's not there. It's like a plain shirt that's tattered. That's like I one color get that from a homeless man. Literally, actually, I could get more style from a homeless man. Well, that's I've why seen. Kanye. That's why Kanye is saying, "Look to the homeless for inspiration." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that this is like, like a genius performance art piece, right? Because think about the kind of people who are buying the clothes. Yeah, and it's not like regular people are buying these. No, it's like hype beasts who yeah. like have exuberant amounts of money to spend on the clothing. Like, why not why not like shame them into picking yeah. the the clothes out of like a literal trash bag off of the floor? That's kind of genius commentary on consumerism. Like, is that why people are angry? Because that's well, honestly, I feel like people get angry at like everything at this point. Right. I saw people getting angry. I don't even want to get into it. But like, I don't even know if we should bring this up on the pod. But like, I remember I read this article that people getting angry at the world um hysterical when used in comedy right right because it's like an ableist term or whatever which is dumb i'm sorry it's just stupid that's like all this all this controversy about beyonce and lizzo using the word uh spaz yeah it's like it has no one uses that word too yeah and like i totally get certain types of ableist language right like I totally do get it and I also get that like there's um a disconnect right because like if you're someone who has special needs and you do need like a certain like thing there is like a little bit of like a a disconnect right but like in terms of language like hysterical has like definitely shifted and the word spaz has also definitely shifted. Yeah. And when we talk like, about language, like, it just, like, that's not how it works. 
you have to like think of how the word is like applied in context to the sentence like if it's being applied hyperbolically then you can't take it literally i'm sorry that's how language works and like those words specifically have multiple meanings but it's the same thing realistically like the like the word retarded as well yeah and it's like realistically here if you're looking at the same thing with like these trash bags right like he's making a statement in a way that's like different than like condemning people I don't know like I it's kind of genius it is genius genius. and I feel like it's very similar in the fact that it's like just not that serious like yeah and like realistically like also he like why are why would people get angry like part of that statement is him saying that the clothes are trash too him saying that his own clothes that he designed are trash yeah and also like Kanye like Kanye wasn't always rich do you mean yeah like he came from like more humble backgrounds I guess Mm -hmm. you know what I mean quite like some people on this podcast (laughs) quite like some people on this podcast you're right but um no I, I like I just don't like I don't know if I get it like I just feel like Kanye is like a homeless person that got famous like I don't know how to explain that in like a better like he's spiritually homeless (laughs) yeah like his spirit animal is right no you know (laughs) please do not um what's the word like quote that (laughs) or like yeah don't quote me but that's hilarious first of all but second of all like yeah he like just has the spirit of like someone who's just like walking around like no, Kanye, I don't Kanye is Kanye, homeless. he's like unmedicated right like I don't see him living in a house like I can't picture it personally Even yeah though I know he has money but he doesn't actually isn't he bankrupt no the Kardashians they they helped him get out of bankruptcy but that's like almost worse than being bankrupt, isn't it? I know your having, ex-wife having to rely on like this this like cult of Armenian witches to bail you out. Yeah. It's like literally worse than just being bankrupt. Yeah, cuz he's kind of their bitch for life now, huh? Yeah. And he like no one talks about that. No one talks about that. No one talks about that, but he literally acts like it. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but he's like actually has like some serious issues and like people want to make fun of him, but he just like he just like is their fucking bitch. He does whatever he wants. He gets some more views. Like he I don't know. It's just his, like his contra even the controversies like involving him and them like are beneficial yeah. to them at the end of the and day. At the same time, like it's so fascinating to kind of I guess round it out. Like Kanye is probably the smartest 
if not like the most genius person on the planet at this moment like he's literally so maybe not the smartest but he is very brilliant and he's very no maybe not the smartest he i don't think he's very articulate i do think he's i didn't say articulate i said oh sorry um i think he's like genius in like a schizophrenic way where where he he's, sees between the veil of reality and like yeah he's like universe. seeing he's like seeing these connections that like none of us see these like thread lines between things that like we can't comprehend you know it's so funny i mean like i've never actually like professionally studied like mental disorders or whatever like i was a um sociology major or whatever but I've done like this weird deep dive on schizophrenia because I'm just like so fascinated right not and, that Kanye is schizophrenic but right but I actually do believe that schizophrenic people are way smarter than like normal people <laughs> I really do believe that and like like I think they're said, definitely like, like not they're definitely more spiritual yeah because I just remember watching this whole like documentary and I was like, but what if she's right? Like what like we discount these people's like um like what they're bringing forward, but I actually, like their like, reality or whatever. Yeah, we like act like it's not real, but like what if like what they're seeing and what they're hearing is like actually correct? Well, it is real because like that's their experience. Exactly. So- and like I'm sorry, but I just, like, think they're a lot smarter than us, and, like, you said, like, Kanye is not necessarily schizophrenic, but I also think that he has, like, some ability to see between the veil of, like, 3D reality and, like, what else is out there, you know? Yeah. He's, like, um, he's, like, a collage artist in the sense that he, like, picks from, from, different random influences and like mashes it all together you know yeah exactly much like much like a dj samples different pieces of music to make something new and innovative but i think he does it without like trying to and that's what makes him so fascinating right that's just how his brain works if you listen to kanye's music right like you know some of it is a little like generic and then some of it is like oh my god like I've never even like thought about this but I relate to it do you mean yeah like there's something about his music that is like profound I like when he gets profound and I also like when he like thinks he's being profound but the lines are actually dumb (laughs) that's even better i know no i i love an artist who takes themselves like completely seriously even when even when they're being like kind of funny that's why i like lana so much too like she's unintentionally hilarious all the time that's true norman fucking rockwell was brilliant yeah because it's exactly that it's very serious and yet it's hilarious at the exact same time but i think that's what like being alive is like is very serious yeah that's a good very stupid and funny yeah (laughs) look at me being smart i like that introspective but no i i get like 
because if you think about it, like in every single moment every single moment is like serious and yet it's also hilarious right right at the same time comedy and tragedy and and the the dichotomy between the two throughout life yes and it's like oh my god like i can't even describe to you how much i laugh at just like the seriousness of my life but it's like it's so weird because i think for me personally like i'll like get really serious about like the dumb shit and then like my grandma like kills herself and i'm like ha 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 yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> You're like, go off, Queen. I'm like, slay, bitch. But like, I also, it's like, I don't know exactly how to explain this. But like, I just feel like that's what life is. It's just like all the moments mashed together. And they're all stupid. And yeah. they're all so fucking dumb. But they feel serious in the moment, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it feels, like, tragic, or it feels, like, hard to deal with. And at the same time, it's all, like, fucking stupid. (laughs) And corny. Like, things can be so tragic that it's, like, ridiculous that you have to laugh. Exactly. And you know what? To round it all out, I feel like more stores should sell shit out of trash bags. Because that would make me feel (laughs) better. Like, like H and M definitely should take this up, considering their clothes like are trash. Yeah. Are trash. They fall apart on you, basically, the moment the you put them on. The second you walk out of the store, and yet I keep shopping there. Actually, this sweater was expensive. Wow! Look at I you. I know. I know. Now that I'm famous and everything. Yeah, it's funny. I get most of my stuff from like uh, thrift stores, but I'll go to the high end thrift stores so they'll have like name brand shit. Right. Yeah, that's what we want. Exactly. So it's like it's secondhand brandy Melville. Exactly. And you know what? It's better for the environment. It is. That's like just me being the best in all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. Being the baddest bitch and the most uh environmentally friendly bitch exactly like a lot of my stuff is calvin klein but like all of it costed like 12 dollars. so period i the smartest person on the planet (laughs) yes (laughs) wait how much time have we done Oh my god, I don't know. I think we've done like an hour. You think so? Yeah, we started after... Wait. Maybe we've done like two hours. No, we have not done two hours. We started like... After sex. Well, alright. First of all, our time hours are different. Right, yeah. So it's six for me right now. Okay, it's seven eighteen. I think I think we did like an hour. Should we just like let's round it out and and do like one more topic? Okay, what do you want to round out with? Um, 
I don't know. I feel like we've done a really good episode thus far. I know. I feel like this was really fun. Um, we, we always have a great time, though, when That's we collab. Uh, what else is there? I mean, we we did end up talking about Demi Lovato. Unfortunately. Um, oh, Ezra Miller. He's he God. finally made a statement. Have you been following yes. Saka? So apparently he apologizes for his alarming behavior and says that he's in treatment for, quote, complex mental health issues. Didn't he, like, bite a server or something? He just gets in fights a lot. Well, he, he also, I don't know. <laughs> Again, like... As a babem, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Go off. Me being an unapologetic vein. <laughs> I don't know. A joker, a jester? What's a they, them? Um, royalty. A gender goblin? <laughs> I f- you know what? I feel that. A gender goblin. I like that. No, and you Ezra can't. Miller can, like, Ezra, Ezra Miller can is a gender like, goblin. Period. Ezra Miller literally beats the shit out of people and then is like, oops. He also, well, he abducted that, like... Child? He, that, no. He, they were, he, like, groomed them or whatever, and then, like, when they were in their teens, um, and then abducted them. They're, like, like some yeah. Native American they, them interesting yeah um you know what i feel like and then he was like on the run for a while wasn't he in hawaii he like punched someone yeah he was but like a couple times well he was also in hawaii like one other point and like there was this couple singing shallow and he attacked them right singing shallow and i remember when that happened and i remember i was like you know what justified like i would too you were uh, like, I'm, yes, queen. Yeah, I was like, I, you know what, I get it. You were like, I was triggered in that moment too, and yeah. I was even there. I would but have done the same. Fair. Yeah. But I think it's just more like the amount of times. Right, right. Um, like, it's one thing to attack someone singing shallowed. It's another thing to do it, like, multiple times. I mean, like, what else is there to say on this? But First of all, um, who cares about Ezra Miller, right? Like, they were literally in, like, Faultoners. Wait, no. They were not in Faultoners. They were in Perks, Perks of Being a Wallflower. What else was Ezra Miller in? The shitty Harry Potter spinoff. The Fantastic Beasts. Oh, is that it? <laughs> like, Kind of. He was also cares? in that movie, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh. You know what's so weird? I which, almost... which, like, he's giving We Need to Talk About Kevin in this era. Yeah. You know what's so weird is, like, I started that movie on a plane and I stopped it. And you know how, like, on a plane, you don't, like, stop movies because you're, like, on a plane. 
I stopped right. What else movie. are you gonna do? <laughs> I stopped that movie because I was like, I can't do this. I think I was in like 10 seconds in and I was that's like, I don't want to watch this. That's really funny. But that's um a, that's an interesting plain movie. There okay, I was talking about this with um my sister from the same mister mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day. Go but, up, um, sister. Right? But planes have some weird shit. Like some really intense movies. I watched have, well, ha- fucking have... Dear Evan Hansen on a plane. I thought you were gonna say the Deer Hunter. <laughs> Imagine that, that no, would be and really I watched, funny. What's that? The Isle of Dogs. Right. I watched a lot of weird shit on planes for you know, some reason. You know what? Planes have the best in-flight movies. They really do. No, but, but like, no. Do you know? No, do you know? Do you know which planes have the best in-flight movies? Um. Well, okay. I've been on a lot of planes without any computers or like any like TVs or anything. So right. you have to let me know. I think the best planes that have in-flight movies are the ones that go to California. Oh, that's really interesting. Because it's like an in-brand marketing kind of thing, like for the state of California. Hmm. Like they're promoting the fact that the state puts out really good films. That's so fascinating. Right? I've only... You know what? Like I'm trying to think. I think I've only flown to California twice, right? Mm -hmm. Because the first time I went to California, we drove there right which is like a whole other podcast very Um, different yeah and um i'm trying to think but you know what i don't know because like i feel like also international flights have really good movies because they're so long so they have have some like good shit on there yeah no that's true too you're absolutely like when i went to australia they had some like crazy shit yeah like and it was like because it's like also an international um playing company jamie and so like they have some like interesting stuff on there right and they have like more of a budget i'm sure too yeah because like you're paying so much money to be on this fucking plane yeah um but no you know what i do agree with that like going to california there is some like interesting movies on there they're better Mm-hmm. but i also think it's like just like the higher end like jet blue or delta right right they have like some of the like more like up-to-date shit like i've seen some like weird but i've seen some like weird movies on planes like i've seen like a lot of movies about suicide on planes oh good which, like i don't know if they might as well plane... be about 9 11 on on the flight or whatever but for real, I oh, feel God. like I'm gonna get like listed now. Literally, never gonna but fly you know again. You're from New York, yeah. So it's fine, but um, I, I feel like I've seen eleven jokes. Yeah, you lived through it. You're a survivor. I, in some I literally, type of way. honestly. <laughs> period. Like were we you... all, we all, we all felt something that day. <laughs> Like, were we three? Yes. But 
we, we were, still experienced we were we were it. at least four right yeah it was we were in like possible. elementary school or something oh no 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 we were in like pre-k or whatever we were in preschool but it was right before we went to kindergarten right because i remember it was a tuesday so that day i didn't have preschool because every tuesday and thursday i didn't have preschool Hmm. so lucky you i know my my parents had to pick me up late because they both they both had classrooms that they needed to oh, like crazy. make sure everybody was okay and like going home that's so crazy yeah so for me at that point in time my mom was a stay-at-home mom so it's like me and Casey and we were home but my dad works in the city and at that time he was working very very close right to, to the um to the trade center and that day I think it was that day or like maybe a couple days before he got transferred to a different job but that day he was supposed to be on a job that was right next to the twin towers oh my god and so my mom was like flipping out because she was like oh my god like he's supposed to be right there right like with like the um explosion and everything like he would have been there was a lot of there was a lot of almost that day no it makes you think right it's so weird right it's so weird i don't even want to get into that that's like a whole other podcast i know but no i know my for a fact my dad was almost there and then he got transferred like at some point maybe not that day but it was like a couple days before mm-hmm. and i remember my mom freaking out about it because hmm. i was like four i don't it, rem- have it's a almost memory. It's almost like they knew something was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, my dad's like random union. I don't I, I someone someone from up high, I don't know. They do we don't know. slide into their pool. I'll tell you that. Right? Period. Um, but I do remember that. I remember my mom flipping out. But also my mom's like a little dramatic um but also i feel like i'd be too even if like i knew my husband on fucking 9-11 yeah of course but like people made 9-11 about them but as you should honestly because like if your husband's in new york city and you're like i know that he's not there but like maybe he might be there like just getting lunch even the thoughts yeah you know yeah like like, if my dad had that transferred that day or something, or even, like, a couple days before, what if he went over there to, like, go meet someone? Or yeah. he went over there to, like, go get lunch, like I said. Like, he could literally go over there for any number of reasons. Right, he could have been in that area of the city. For, like, whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, that's terrifying. Especially when you have two young kids who are fucking psychotic, you know? Right. Or <laughs> and even, need to be on beds. <laughs> even, even to be, like, like close to that destruction too is like and look look at years later how many people have had like um issues with like cancer and i know stuff just from being in the area not even i know how crazy is that you know yeah it's crazy 
I guess this really rounds out to Pete Davidson, right? I know. Oh my god, actually. Wow, look at us. We were on theme this entire time. Talking about 9-11 and Pete Davidson's father perished that day. The tragedy. You know what's Um, so funny? I just want to end the podcast on is like that memorial that the Mayapak fire station has in front of their fucking like building. Why Mayapak gotta make it about them? (laughs) There was one singular Mayapak firefighter and that was it. There was one. Hey. Sometimes one is all you need to make it about you. <laughs> to make it about us. Yeah. Um, no, but I think, like, like uh, in the future, I want to do some uh, Humble Superstar special episodes. About where- 9-11? About 9-11, no. Um, where I, like, go into, uh, where I talk about, like, different cultural icons or movies or, like, albums or books that, like, have really inspired me. You know, like, open up the Humble Superstar canon to, to the fans. Yeah, I love the idea. Yeah, so because the fans uh, deserve it, honestly. Yeah, the superstars are cute. We love them. Is that the fan name, the superstars? Yeah, the superstars. Wow. Um. Also, like my last episode, um, clocks the last free episode did so well. Thank you all for listening. Wow. That was like really cute of you to make that happen. Thank you to the fans, to the humble superstars themselves. Yeah. No, they're just the superstars. I'm the humble superstar. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't realize I finished this whole review. <laughs> but you know what? It makes sense. On on this pod. Yeah. Sip, sip, bitch. Cheers, love. Um, yeah, so if you need me, I'll be in my trailer. Love you. Bye. Bye.